Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand new 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors have the expertise to find exactly what you need and the ethics to do the right thing, even when it's the harder thing. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. And now, please welcome... It's time for the Bradford Files, right now on WEI.com. Welcome to another edition of the Bradford Files, sponsored by Ghoul's Distinctive Clothing, people who make me look so good. Um, joining us, and we're privileged to be having join us, is Ryan LaVarnway, the Boston Red Sox. Ryan, what's going on? What's going on? How you doing? Oh, believe me. When you see my new threads, you're gonna you're gonna be stunned. The ghoul's distinctive clothing—they have fucked me up. Oh, that a boy. <laughs> um, so you're out in Colorado, and uh, and how's the uh, just in general terms? How the off season gone so far? Uh, it's been great. Um, I got married uh, about two weeks after the World Series, and we're on a honeymoon, and uh, moved into a new house. So everything everything out here has been great. So, uh, in terms of preparing the after you said right after the World Series, so you go through the World Series, you go through the playoffs, you go through the season, and then you have to dive right into a, a wedding. Uh, did you have any time to kind of breathe between that and the wedding, or you had any downtime at all? Uh, not really. Um, we closed. We closed on our house um, when we were in in uh, Den- Denver playing the Rockies on September twenty third. And we figured, you know, eight days later the season's over. But that whole winning the World Series thing happened, so uh, uh, we ended up um, uh, staying for the parade and then driving home to Denver. We'd made the thirty-hour drive <laughs> in, in two days, and then um, the wedding was four days later. So while uh, Jamie did all the final prep, I uh, moved us into the house so that when we got back from the honeymoon, we wouldn't have to stay with her folks. I didn't think that was appropriate. And then, uh, um, you know, three days later, we had the wedding and then the honeymoon and and the rest is history. So you come back from the honeymoon, and in in did it hit home that in a, in a matter of a month that you had won a World Series, you had gotten married, you had gone on the honeymoon, and when did you actually start thinking, okay, now I have to get ready for next year. Did that was that right away, or was that did you just say well, I got to escape from this for a little bit? It was crazy. Um, you know, I think everybody takes you know a couple weeks off. Uh, so you know, we got back, and I took a couple weeks to just enjoy, you know, spending time with Jane, um, enjoy living in our new house because during the season, all of the normal comforts that that uh, I would say normal people get have, 
you know, we don't, we don't get to enjoy. So I just enjoyed living and, and having some downtime and then, and then started getting into it a couple of weeks after. You know, this, as we're going to look back at next year and personally for you, it was, it was a, it was an interesting year. I thought that that you had a lot of uh, good experiences. I would imagine, obviously, the World Series playoffs being one of them. But you get a chance to spend extended time in the major leagues, albeit as a backup. But I think this start there because I'm curious. You go in the major leagues and you're a backup, and we pointed out in the season, you basically had to face an unbelievable level of pitcher every time you get a start. I think I forget what the uh, the the collective ERA of the pitchers that you had to face over for a stretch of five or six games that you played, but it was it was the Cy Young candidates, and that's the life of a backup catcher. So my question to you is, which do you learn more from, an experience like that or an experience of playing every day down in AAA at your stage in the career? Um, I think the, the, there's two different things. Is you know the more that you play, the more reps that you get. Obviously, you're going to learn yourself as a player. You're going to learn, you know, what it takes uh, to go out there every day and play. Uh, and being a backup is is another thing entirely. Um, and it's something that in the minor leagues, you you I hadn't learned. So I was kind of learning on the fly, learning how to how to prepare, and at the same time, um, you know, make sure the starters were getting enough BP, make sure the starters got exactly what they needed first um, before I went to take my extra stuff to stay ready. Um, uh, but at the same time, being in the big leagues and learning every day, you know, Salty, David Ross, those are experienced guys that have a lot of knowledge, and, and they're generally willing to help me out if I had questions. Um, so I think both uh, were really helpful learning experiences, and uh, I was glad for the opportunity. Well, in your time, in the, this focus on the time in the major leagues as the backup, what was one thing that you were able to kind of advance in your skill set by being in that role? Was there anything that jumps out? Um, like I said, it's not something that I had learned um, how to do yet. I was I was learning on the fly, and and normally in the minor leagues, um, I'm you're getting at bats, getting at bats every day. So something that I learned how to do was to, you know, take my BP uh, with a with a different kind of purpose, and and take my reps and and my workouts, everything a little bit differently because sometimes I was going a week, uh, ten days without playing, without having a bat, and. Um, now, without getting those everyday reps, you've got to really um, take your BC in a certain way to stay ready to stay focused so that when you do get um, that up at, you kind of get in there and, and, and don't miss a beat because it's, it's, a, it's a different beast when, uh, when you're playing every day and then when you don't see pitching for 10 days at a time. So and as we took a uh, look at the year as a whole, so you have the, the playing every day in the minor leagues and the backup in the role in the major leagues, you get to the end of the year, what do you think that you got better at as a player? Besides, as you said, learning the backup role and learning how to stay disciplined in that regard, but how do you think you came out of last year in terms of advancing as a player? I think that I think that I'm definitely you know a better player having had that experience, and you know I was happy for like I said I was really happy for the opportunity uh, that I was provided, and um, I think that I took I took a lot of positives out of out of what I could, and I'm and I'm pretty happy. I'm really excited for this year. Well, how about the uh, um, so this focus on offensively and defensively, defensively, uh, I would imagine that's something that. When you're playing every day in the minor leagues, that that is that 
obviously it's something that you can work on more and more and more and you get in some sort of rhythm. Uh, defensively, where do you think you made strides last year? Um, you know, I continued to, to get more flexible, um, to work on my stance, which makes, which makes me more athletic in everything that I do. So that helps with blocking, that helps with throwing. Uh, that even helps with receiving when uh, you put yourself in a more athletic stance. So I was happy about that. And I also threw very well um, in the minor leagues when I knew my pitchers, I knew, I knew the runners, and, uh, and you know my pitchers were giving me a chance. I, did a, I think I did a really great job of uh, throwing out runners. And uh, I blocked the ball really well. So I think all phases of the game are positive mm-hmm. uh, defensively. So let's stay on defensively because there's been some reports now that they want you to work a little bit at first base. You had made such great strides as a catcher. You didn't originally come up as a catcher, but having worked so hard as a catcher, have the, number one, I, I guess we should clarify, have they talked to you at all about playing first base? Yeah, that was a conversation that um, I had with John Farrell over the phone. And um, before this year, we were always really conscious of you know, catching needs to be the priority. You know, I need to continue to improve. I need to continue to get reps. And I think that everyone in the organization was, was very pleased with the improvements that I've made and, and beyond just improvements, the way that I played. Um, so now it's about trying to find, trying to find more at bats for me, trying to get me in the lineup. And, and that's the way it was expressed to me through John. And um, we're going to give it a try. I've never played first base before. Uh, we're going to throw it against the wall and see if it sticks. And uh, it could be... You know, it could be great, and it, and it could not work. We're not sure, uh, but uh, I'm looking at it as an exciting new challenge, an exciting new opportunity, and uh, any any way that I can find to make myself more valuable uh, to the team and as a player, uh, I'll, I look at it as, as positive. So how, how do you approach your offseason? Have you already started working on that? Do you have the first baseman's glove, or do you, are you splitting time between work on that and catching? How does that work? Uh, that was a conversation that we had uh, within the last week. Um, so I haven't, uh, I haven't even. I ordered a first baseman's mat immediately. I haven't received it yet. Um, but the idea is to get down to spring training early, try to learn from Brian Butterfield, who's the best in the business, and then go from there. Um, you know, like I said, I've never done it before, so I wouldn't know where to start here on my own. But uh, Butterfield taught Nava how to play first base in a matter of two months in spring training mm-hmm. last year. So I think if there's anyone that can do it, he's the guy. So when when in your conversations with John Farrell, when you do get to spring training, did he give you an idea of how that's going to be split up in regards to your work as a catcher or first base? Are you going to prioritize one over the other? Over the other? Um, I don't know how the playing time during the games will work. Obviously, the starters need to get their reps first. Uh, but I'm going in, you know, as a catcher first. Still, um, you know, I'm a catcher. Uh, but you know, we're going to try to add first baseman as as a secondary position for me. So when you, you, you say you're a catcher first and you've worked very hard to be a catcher and you've improved dramatically as a catcher and you've gotten to a major league level as a catcher, uh, when you look at uh, the way that, that they've approached the catching position, we talked last year when they signed David Ross and said, listen, I'm just going to come to camp, camp, I'm going to compete. Do you, have the same, do you feel like you have the same mindset that you did last year when you came in and say, I'm just going to compete the best I can and let the chips fall where they may? Absolutely, that's all you can do. Um, at the end of the day, uh, play dictates how you play dictates everything in the game. So, every opportunity that that you that you earn or that is afforded to you is the direct reflection of, of the way that you've played. And I need to continue to improve every day the way that um, Jason Veritek taught me that he did. 
uh, even in his final season, he was asking me uh, my views, my opinions, because he thought he could still learn and he could still get better. And that was something that I took uh, very seriously, that he was always trying to get better, even though he was considered the best in the game. So I'm always going to try to get better. I'm never going to be satisfied, uh, even if you know I get to be a gold glover or an all-star eventually. Uh, in my career, I'm always going to stay hungry, and that's where I'm at right now. Do you take last spring training as – can you take anything away from it? Because as I said, you come in in a similar spot where you have competition. You, you, you're coming in with a mindset, I can only do what I can do. I'm going to try my best. But going through it for the first time, I would imagine human nature not to have, you know, have one eye looking over here, one eye looking over there. Having already gone through it last spring training, do you think you can come in – to this spring training with uh, using that from last year? I think that uh, in any aspect of your life, um, anytime that you can gain experience and, and go through something that's familiar, it's going to be easier the second time through than the first time. So just like you said, uh, you learn you learn from what you've, you've done in the past and grow. And most importantly, is, is Jamie, your, your new wife, is she going to be back and – She's she's a people should know she's a baker and she's she's a proficient baker and wherever she goes she she finds a place to to bake I guess and and she did it in Fort Myers she's gonna be back at the place same place this year um, I think that uh, she's gonna be trying to find a new place or a new opportunity for her uh, but she'll she'll be looking for something to do and somewhere to uh, use her talents. Uh, and she's she's very good at what she does, and she's got her blog going, and she's continuing to grow, and it's very exciting for both of us. Um, so she's going to be doing her thing, I'm going to be doing my thing, and going to have a good time. Give us the name of the blog again. Cookinginredsox.com. There you go. Yeah, I know it caught fire. I I, I got, had to have gained some steam last year, right? I know in spring training it was just getting going, but... Yeah, she, uh, she has grown. Uh, she's been doing it since I played down in Venezuela, um, a couple off seasons ago, I think that was 2011, and she did it as a way. She started it as a way that she could have something permanent, you know, in our crazy lifestyle. No matter where we went, she could always bring it with her, and she could kind of share her stories about her version of our baseball life, and um, you know, her her talent as a chef and as a creative thinker. So she started it down in Venezuela, and it continues to grow, and it's, it's very exciting. She gets picked up by by new outlets. Um, it seems like every month, and uh, it's really fun for me to watch her have success in that way. So that leads me to my last question, and it's a perfect segue because, you know, you said you, I think you said last spring training. This, as good a cook as she is, it's a constant battle to to eat right and to stay healthy, or not stay healthy, but to to basically get in peak physical condition. Because listen, if my wife was a baker, I would be even worse than I am right now. So, have you managed to get through the off season not only resisting all the all the treats that she's making, but in in the shape that you want? I remember last year you would come in and um, you weren't so much worried about losing weight as you were the year before, right? And you worked out that it was the same guy this year. Yeah, that's something that uh, people ask me all the time. They said, "Are you at the weight that they want you at?" Yeah, and I'm more concerned. I'm more concerned with I'm at the strength that they want me at. Mm-hmm. I'm very strong. I'm very fit right now, and uh, I'm excited for for uh, the upcoming season. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of a cliche, not a cliche, but I don't know if that's an annoyance saying that that's that's the weight you want it because that was the storyline two years ago, and and then you referenced it last year. But to your point, that you, you came in last year feeling strong, and you feel just as optimistic uh, physically this year, I would imagine, right? 
Yeah, it's not for me. It's not about weight. I'm not a speed guy. I'm not going to steal 20 bases in the year. I think that's pretty obvious. For me, it's about, about being strong, being able to stay healthy, so my body can um, endure the wear and tear of a long season, especially if I get the opportunity to play more often, uh, and staying st- staying strong through it, and uh, you know, get, having the bat speed and, and the leverage uh, to create power and create bat speed. All right, Ryan. Well, good stuff. A lot of stuff. A lot of good stuff happened to you last couple of months. So, congratulations on everything, and thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. That was fun. Keep your car looking its absolute best year round with 303 cleaners and protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nano spray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy to use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand new 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors have the expertise to find exactly what you need and the ethics to do the right thing, even when it's the harder thing. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Now you can enjoy MLB Play, the one app with all your favorite free MLB games. Enjoy Beat the Street, Quick Pick, and more. Enjoy competing against friends. Enjoy unlocking exclusive rewards. Plus, your chance to win $5.6 million. Download MLB Play. Enjoy the app. Enjoy the show. MLB Play. No purchase necessary. Must be 21 or older to enter Beat the Streak, which ends at the conclusion of the MLB regular season or when the grand prize is won. Restrictions apply. See MLB.com forward slash play for official rules.